0: It's one small step per man, one giant leap for mankind.
1: Hey my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In this segment, I want to discuss an episode of Real Time with Bill Mayer, and the topic was living with COVID-19. And he had Barry Weiss, and he also had a Democratic representative out of New York, Richie Torres. Now, what I really—the angle that I want to take with this—is that you have these three people up there. You have a Democrat, and both Barry and and Bill are liberal, are liberals. Um, Barry Weiss says she's a liberal progressive, and then I'm guessing that that the representative, the Democrat uh, representative from New York, is is not a conservative. <laughs> Just a guess here. But what I want to talk about is is the dynamic between these three. I found very interesting, very very interesting. You would think that that Barry and Bill were conservatives and Mr. Torres was a Democrat, a a left-leaning liberal Democrat because of the dynamic. And with regards to living with C-19, Barry and Bill were talking about reality. And I just want you to just watch, watch the representative from New York, the Democratic representative from New York, um, Mr. Torres. Let's jump into it. Check this out.
0: But the 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 bit of a reset, I think, going on in the world with COVID. I've been asking for it for a long time. I see in Europe, a lot of the leaders are now saying we have to live with it. Boris Johnson said it. We have to live with it.
1: It's not going away. Right. I mean, this is true. Now, this was always going to be the case when this first started. This was always the issue is that we've never been able to hold back a virus. It's going to do what it's going to do. And we've never responded. To viruses in the way that we did this time. We were always gonna have to live with it. Everybody was always gonna eventually get it, right? It just came down to, with it being novel, what it really came down to is treatment in order to save lives in the process.
0: We did like the flu. Some of the things they're doing in the UK, uh, now that they're not doing anymore, they're ending mandated fa- face masks, uh, masks in school, that's gone. Work from home advisories,
1: nope. Mandatory passports to get into nightclubs and large events. Now, the UK isn't the first to speak this way. There were some other places that we're talking about, you know, having to start to live with it. It's just that now there's a couple things that are happening, like with the being 2022, we're looking at another election year. We're looking at more data coming out that's pushing back on the narrative that that's been pumped out for 24 months. So a lot of people are going to have to concede certain things who are trying to hold on to power. And so you're going to see a lot of pivoting <laughs> coming up and a lot of people getting out in front. Right and changing their tune but making it seem like they were always talking that way legal requirement to self-isolate No, we're getting they're getting back to normal. We should follow this. I think what do you think? So here's here's where it starts and I'm gonna jump around Um, I have to keep stopping and starting so that um, I don't get dinged uh, for copyright with this Unfortunately, so bear with me, but I want you to watch um, His initial response which is it's fine, but then from then
2: on it just gets for me, well, I'll, I'll give you my assessment. Let's just watch.
3: Should I leave it to the congressman? Please? I
2: think we've been gradually transitioning to normal. I mean, the public health response has become less draconian and more measured over time as the pandemic has become more manageable. And that's because of the success of the vaccination campaign. The Biden administration has presided over the vaccination of more than 200 million Americans, which has been effective. So he's crediting
1: all of this to buy Biden's vaccine campaign and how many people we have in our country that are vaccinated. Even though we know that the vaccine gives you no immunity, according to the director of the CDC, that's not what I said, according to the director of the CDC. And and we know that you can still get infected and spread it even if you're vaccinated. So it's he seems a bit out of touch with his response to me. But now that, yeah, okay. In, in contrast, you'll hear Barry, Barry comes out and basically just says how, how everybody's been feeling done with this question no i'm I'm done
3: with covid i'm done it's like i i went so hard on covid i
0: yeah i remember sprayed
3: the pringles cans that i bought at the grocery store stripped my clothes off because i thought covid would be on my clothes like i did it all i watched tiger king i've got
1: so right now you understand that this isn't a partisan issue this is about reality and reality starting to slap everybody in the face and as i said the ones who have been spearheading this and taking advantage of it they're having to backtrack and pivot. Not saying the barriers, is, but what she is saying is she's talking about reality. Right now she's not being a liberal progressive. She's just being a, a flesh and blood human woman saying, hey, this doesn't make any sense anymore. If what you guys are telling us is true and we have vaccines and we have all these things and the Omicron is less severe, then it's time to, to release the reins.
3: To the end of Spotify, like we all did it, right?
1: And, no, no, we didn't
3: all okay, do well, it. Okay,
1: well, here's the thing, a lot of
3: us did do it. And then we were told, you get the vaccine. You get the vaccine and you get back to normal.
1: Yes, this is exactly what was said. Because in the beginning they were saying it was going to be 94% immunity from Moderna and 90% immunity from Pfizer BioNTech. And they were repeating it over and over and over.
3: And we haven't gotten back to normal. And it's ridiculous at this point. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science denial or to be-
1: Yes, exactly. That's a part of of this coercive environment of shame that even when you start, when you do wake up, these people have been sleepwalking, when they do wake up to the reality situation, they still feel apprehensive about voicing that. If you're in the land of the free and the home of the brave, you should never have that feeling. You should never feel like you can't voice your opinion. You can't voice what you see as if your voice isn't as valuable as the next person or isn't as value, valuable as somebody in a white coat with a stethoscope or, or white coat in, with with a, a mag, uh, you know, microscope. That's absolutely ridiculous. An expert does not, an expert in their field, his or her field does not make them more valuable than you are as a human being.
3: You, you know, smeared as a Trumper. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you believe the science You will look at the data that we did not have two years ago and you will find out that cloth masks do not do anything. You will realize that you can show your vaccine passport at a restaurant.
1: So everything she's saying now, a lot of us knew a long time ago, but it seems like they're finally starting to come around and I'll take the victory. But we've known this for a very long time and we've been censored and we've been ostracized for it. Some people have lost their jobs, lost their licensing, all of these things. now they're saying what we've known as, as you know, actual fact, based on data. These weren't conspiracy theories, These were, this was, was based on datas and, and data and studies.
3: And still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize, most importantly, that this is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80 percent, I think, minority students has just announced.
1: What she's saying is, is beautiful, but like I said, the focus is going to be on uh, Representative uh, Torres. So I want to get back to what he said. Like, check out his response.
2: Let's not forget that you know the pandemic has left a death count of more than 850,000 Americans. Well, that's a yes, but it was so that's a, a, that's a yes, Richie,
3: it was a blunt instrument. Okay, if you look at who was affected by this, right. 803 children have died in the past two years. In the
1: So watch his response to what she says. And this is, so here's my point is that he's basically a stand-in for, for all of this democratic rhetoric. He's like a stand-in. I call, I call him like, he's like a robot. I call him demo bots. He didn't need to show up. They could just put like a screen there with an AI that has, has prescribed responses to certain statements within, within context of of whatever the conversation is. Because everything that he's saying is, is just, it's just robotic. So, of course, his response is going to be, yeah, but, you know, eight hundred and fifty five thousand people. I I can destroy everything that he says. I can knock it down with data. And then he brings up, well, you know, it's been it's been proven fact. Ninety five percent or the majority of the deaths have been with the unvaccinated. Okay, but they chose to be unvaccinated. So so what? Even if that's true. So what? Right. So that was my thing is that is that. This person here is just a Democratic robot and I found it further disturbing that he's a black man and you're representing a political party that enslaved my ancestors and most likely his as well. Why would you even be a part of them at all? And don't give me this switch crap because I can destroy that as well. That is just another that's propaganda. That's not true. There was no switch. The Democratic Party has always been about power, money and control, period. That's all they've always been about. And, and they use minorities. They whip them up into emotional frenzies and they use them and they put them in suits. Very attractive black man in a suit with a nice tie. I like his tie, that lavender is kicking. I, I gotta give it up to him, he looks he looks
2: tight. But he's a robot.
3: Entire country from and with COVID. I guess
2: I, I offer a perspective. In, I was a New Yorker who lived through the early weeks and early months of the pandemic. And it was just a catastrophe for New York City, the likes of which we've never. Hold on, so he's talking about how it hit
1: New York. First of all, right, because he's representing New York so he has to pull this out, but bottom line is the frontline doctors that were there trying to save lives because it was a novel pandemic. They weren't able to use their ex- all of their experience and all of their knowledge. Cuomo came in, the New York leadership came in and started to dictate and basically practice medicine, dictate what these doctors could and could not use to save these patients' lives. So a lot of these lives, the probability is that they didn't have to be lost. If you actually let the actual experts who are on the front lines, saving lives, figuring it out, if you, if you gave them carte blanche to just do whatever they need to do to save lives, that's what you do if saving lives is the priority, but it wasn't. Politics, power, money, all of those things, control, that was a priority and it was made evident in how they responded. How are you going to tell a doctor on the front lines during a novel pandemic that they can do this, but they can't do that? No, it's save lives and if what you're doing is saving lives,
2: please keep doing it. We're seen we saw overflowing emergency rooms. Uh, New York lost more than 60,000 people. The Bronx alone lost more than 7,000 people, which is larger than the combined death toll of Pearl Harbor and 9/11. I saw mass graves in Hart Island. Yes, and a lot of those graves were, were contributed to by
1: Cuomo's policy that he put out, I believe he put it out in March to send COVID positive patients to nursing homes to be around what we knew were the most vulnerable population on the planet, the elderly and then the elderly with chronic diseases,
2: which you're gonna find in abundance at care facilities. So yeah, that was your boy. In, in the Bronx, I mean, most New Yorkers saw a level of death and suffering we've never seen in our lives. And that's the source of the concern about COVID. I mean, I reject the notion that the response to COVID has been worse than the disease itself. Well. I- when I look at this man, I, I just I just go, dude, you you voted for a man
1: who who told your family that they weren't black unless they voted for him Because I'm guessing it's a guess. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe he voted for Trump, but he probably didn't. You voted for a man who told me that I wasn't black and because I didn't vote for him because I didn't, apparently I don't have my black card anymore. And this is this is this is the administration that you're supporting—an administration who believes that I'm not black because I didn't support it. Really?
2: Okay.
0: I would argue with that. I mean,
1: I ha- I asked for the COVID deaths by state. This is per hundred. And then here's where Bill Mayer, to his credit, at least data seems to matter to this man. So that speaks to his intelligence and his integrity. That he starts to talk about the states that had you know, on a list, on a scale that have, you know, the highest fatality rates with, with regards to C-19. And he talks about, you know, Jersey being number four and New York being number six. And, and he talks about, you know, all of these things. And then Florida is like 17. And then, then he makes a comparison. These places locked down, Florida didn't. He's like, basically, like, what's up with that? He didn't lock down. They did. They've had more fatalities. And, it, and so listen to, to the Democrat representative's uh, response to this thousand people. The worst is Mississippi. My home state in New
0: Jersey, four. Fourth worst, New York, sixth worst. West Virginia and Massachusetts are 10 and 11. Could there be two states who are more unalike right. than West Virginia and Massachusetts? And the poster boy for keeping shit open was Florida. They're down at 17. So New York and New Jersey did worse than Florida.
2: What I'm saying is... Well, we did worse because we're a densely populated hub of international travel. Well, so Florida we has a... Florida should have I done mean, <laughs> more. Florida is home
0: to <laughs> I, all the, the old
2: the, people the, in America. Data, so maybe they should have but, done but more. But the data is crystal clear and this is... So first, I just have to talk about
1: the the population density, right? Okay, so we're gonna talk about population density because the stats that Bill Maher gave were, were were based on population. They weren't just arbitrary numbers. They were actually based on population. They'd already took that into account. So what he just said was was to me kind of idiotic. But he's trying to say that, you know, New York is is, you know, the population there is, is you know, the closer together, of course. Then Florida. Of course. But Florida also has a, a very high population of elderly. And yet they're still not seeing the same fatality rates. So there's a lot more, it's a lot more nuance, but his approach to me off the bat was already ridiculous since Bill had already said like, hey, this is based, I think it's like per
2: 1 million or something like that. So it's based on the population. Beyond dispute that the deaths and hospitalizations have been overwhelmingly concentrated among the unvaccinated. If you are fully vaccinated, okay. you have yes. a far lower risk of infection. And, and that's where, he, you know,
1: of course, to keep that that American divisive, go- American divisive strategy going, coming from the Biden administration, between vax and unvax, he has to bring that up. But one, as I said, even if that is true, because I'd like to know what his data source is, but even if that is true, they chose to be unvaccinated. So, so what? If you're vaccinated, why do you even care? And then second, we know that at least now, maybe in the very beginning, it was a lot of unvaccinated, but we know that we are seeing fatalities in the vaccinated because the head of the CDC came out and said that what 75% of them were, were really unwell and they had like four comorbidities additional conditions. 75% of the vaccinated that that, that actually uh, perished. So there's a lot more going on, but he's just sticking to his demo bot. Dip, dip, dip.
0: Hospitalization and death. But that's not even the issue we're talking about now. We will get to it. What this is saying, it's Florida like stayed open. I mean, I, I was just in Florida. I've been
1: there a few times since this started.
3: Half the of a- New York has moved there.
1: The, the atmosphere is just different. So Bill's about to wrap it up. Because at the end of the day, his point is we're just looking at reality. There are places with restrictions, places without, and then here are the results, here are the fatality levels based on population, and then you know look at like like let's just look at what's actually happening. This is not a partisan issue. I don't care if you're liberal or conservative or Democrat or anything like that. And that's the point that Bill is making. That's the point that Barry is making, and we're, and Representative Torres is trying to keep it political. Trying to he's he's basically trying to you know, play damage control for the Biden administration. That's why he's there. But it's just interesting to me that dynamic to where you have two people up there, and one, two, they seem like they're, because they're in reality, they seem to be conservatives. Because for some reason, conservatives seem to be be more in tune with reality and more in tune with data. Whereas this democratic side and this left side and this new liberal left movement, not classical liberals, the fact that you have to make a distinction lets you know how far they've gone off the deep end, that you can have a classical liberal and then a liberal. But really, you're talking about a left, right? And so the Democratic Party has been taken over and we know this. So the whole point of this that that Bill and Barry are, are trying to make is that, look, it's time to get back to reality. You, you know, you guys escaped reality for two years, caused nothing but havoc, damage on every level imaginable, both domestic, both foreign. You look at our border, you look at our economy, you look at our healthcare system. Mr. Torres brings up the fact that, you know, hospitals were overwhelmed. Like, well, maybe you shouldn't have let staff go. Once again, you created the problem. So just very detached from actual reality. And they're now having to come back to it. And and Bill and Barry are on, on the side of just, you know, Hey, here are the numbers. This isn't a, this is an attack, it's not anything. They're not being they're not being antagonistic, but they're saying, like, here's the reality of the situation. Why are we not making decisions based off of these off of off of off of the new data that we have coming in? Now I'll say that they never were making decisions off of data, but to, to their credit, they're at least bringing it out and talking about it now. And to watch Mr. Torres just demo bot. Yep, Biden administration, vaccine. Rollout has been excellent, and yes, oop, oop, oop. It's the unvaccinated's fault, of everything is their
0: fault, beep, boop. I'm not moving to Florida. I'm not promoting Florida. I'm just saying, AOC just went to Florida and had a good time without a mask <laughs> hugging like people. like she was having okay? a blast.
1: Okay, I'm just saying, I've been to Florida. The a- And that's an excellent point right there, is that all of these folks who have locked down their own states go to states that have more freedom in order to have fun. I mean, if nothing else, that should tell you everything. <laughs> but I, it's, you know, he's doing it kind of tongue in cheek, you know, but it's sad. It's sad that they go to the place that they've been demon- demonizing for not locking down. Their numbers aren't worse, they're way better. And you go there, why? Because in, at the end of the day, human beings want to be free. They're always gonna gravitate towards where they have more freedom, period. That's just human nature. It's just the way that works. I'll go ahead and let them finish up. The atmosphere was just night and day from California, which was gloomy,
0: and everything was, the, the, the Andromeda strain was out there, and you went to, Flo- <laughs> you went to Florida, <laughs> and I'm just saying, yes, there are different factors in different states, but basically, it's like they stayed open and went on with life, and they didn't do a hell of a lot worse, and maybe did better.
1: So, like I said, the angle that I was coming at it was just, if I were just tuning in and I didn't know who Representative Torres was, I didn't know he was a Democrat, I didn't know that Barry Weiss was was a liberal progressive. I didn't know that Bill Bill Maher was was a liberal, or let's say classical liberal, which he just really just seems more conservative now. Like he's a closet conservative. <laughs> if I didn't know, I would think that it was a panel of two conservatives and with with one liberal, and being like the modern liberal, which is just the left. That's what I would have thought because I'm listening to the, to the way they're talking and they're bringing up stats and they're bringing up you know, actual, actual facts, whether they're bringing up anecdotal stories as well, but, but that align up with the facts that they're, that they're talking about, but they're actually talking about statistics. Both of them are giving out statistics, like even Barry quoted, you know, child fatalities in, you know, over the last two years. So they're talking about stats and, and, and figures. And then I'm looking at the democratic guy who is on one hand, it seems like he's giving out stats, but it's very ambiguously phrased. Right, Like we know for a fact that an overwhelming majority of hospitalizations and, and fatalities have been from the unvaccinated, but what's the number though, Mr. Torres, what's the number, right? It's like, it's very ambiguous. Like, like you should just already know the numbers. That's how they talk. They talk as if it's, it's, it's so settled that you should already know the numbers. So I don't have to give you the particulars. All I have to do is say it. And then what made it even worse to me is I'm watching this thing and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I listen for when the, when the audience claps and they're clapping for stuff that he hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything with any kind of substance that's supported with any kind of data, not like Bill. Bill's actually looking at notes and Barry's coming off top of her head. She's a brilliant woman, but he's not doing anything. Now, he looks very smooth. He delivers it very nice. He's clean shaven. He's attractive uh, black man. He seems to be very intelligent, but he's either inept at his job or, he's, or he lacks integrity because he knows the truth and he's still a shill for the Democratic Party, who once again, enslaved my ancestors and most likely his, depending on his lineage, I'm not gonna assume. So yeah, he's a demo bot and it's unfortunate and I was very disappointed. But I just wanna to bring to your attention that this is all starting to turn around because they can no longer carry the lie. It's become too heavy and the truth is starting to rise to the top. And what you're gonna to start to see with all this pivoting is they're gonna put the, the lie down and pick up the truth and carry the truth like they've always been carrying for the last two years. See, look at me. We've always been carrying the truth. We always got your back. It's always the greater good. Like, no, don't let him fool you. I have all kinds of receipts. I have video clips. I have documentation and research folders that I'm going to be reminding you guys over the years of what was really happening now. And this is one of the videos that I'm gonna keep in my library to show you as I'm gonna watch Representative Torres, because if he pops up later on saying anything, I will throw this back in his face. I will mock him for sure. Because you got to, you got to. This is, this is how you fight back. I'm not, I'm not going to wish any ill on the man. I would never call to have any harm brought on him or his family ever, but I am going to bring to light. If he's not staying 100, I'm going to bring it up <laughs> I'm going to bring it to your attention. I'm not going to let you guys forget. All right. Because they want us walking in the dark and you know what I'm over here doing, right? Click. I'm over here turning on these lights, baby. <laughs> turning on these lights.